0: Head over to bombus.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for twenty percent off your first purchase. That's B O M B A S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you.
1: Check out
0: Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, I'm Matt. I'm Dory. We are coming to you from what Dory has described as my lair.
2: Yep, it's Matt's lair. He also referred to our house as your house. <laughs> <laughs> With no I said, shades of irony. You
0: have you have the same microphone stand in your house. <laughs>
2: So that's where we're at, everyone. <laughs>
0: we're doing podcasts separately and together, and uh, it's it's really taken a toll on our lives.
2: You'd think I'd see Matt more now that...
0: We've seen each other, I would say, uh, less. Well, not really.
2: Not really, but...
0: We certainly aren't getting any quality time together.
2: No, we are getting zero quality time together. So
0: that's the big surprise, everybody. If anyone out there listens to Star Trek The Next Conversation, that's where all my fucking time goes.
2: This is on you.
0: It's on me for delivering a great product to the fans. I don't know what else to say about it. Okay. It takes so many hours to do those podcasts. Yep. I hope you people out there appreciate the amount of hours it takes Andy and I to do that that very dumb podcast where we talk about very dumb Star Trek in that ver- you could, and make very dumb jokes that you
2: could do during the day when I'm also working and we doing my are
0: switching to the day this week great Andy was on night duty because of the uh, implication that we weren't going to have any help around with Henry mm-hmm. and I was like well I gotta we gotta switch this yeah so that's why that happened yeah and then it sort of just stuck there because mm-hmm. we had to get through the cluster of like seven episodes last week.
2: Yep. <laughs> we got to record a Patreon.
0: We got to record two before tomorrow.
2: Not March has 31 days.
0: I don't even know what day it is.
2: <laughs> it's Sunday the 29th. I
0: thought it was the 30th today.
2: No. I mean, we have to record one today, but then we have till Tuesday Ugh. to record the second one.
0: You'd think we'd have time for everything. We don't.
2: But I don't see you. So how would we have time?
0: I'm just saying us in general. Yeah. I mean, what do you have time for right now?
2: I mean, what do you mean?
0: What do you actually have time to do?
2: I have time to record with you.
0: No, no. I mean, like, in general. Not like, recording with me and recording with Kate, that's your job. Yes. What do you have time to do besides your job?
2: Um, I try to work out every day. Yeah. I try to take Henry on a walk every day. Yes. I try to cook something every day Uh uh-huh um yeah that's it yeah
0: you work out you take a walk and you cook
2: i mean i also read i also watch some tv i I play i play best fiends
0: (laughs) you do play best fiends endlessly Uh. um i mean i I, what do i do i walk bow i figure out projects to work on around the house Mm -hmm. and i watch episodes of star trek and movies for the star trek podcast Mm -hmm. and then i record that at night
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and that's kind of the day Mm -hmm. just disappears Mm -hmm. like where does the day go really yeah I wonder if anyone out there, I feel like people are either, they're either like, this day, days will never end and they feel very long to them right now. Or yeah. if it's like, like me, I, I genuinely feel like everything's going so fast. Hmm. I'm, I'm probably in the minority.
2: I think you are. I think a lot of people are really going stir crazy. I
0: think a lot of you listeners have known, you know, people who listen to the podcast for a very long time, know about my personality and know my, all the hopes and pipe dreams I would always have of like getting things done and fixing things and making things. And now that I'm sort of in the process of doing that time flies. Because it's like what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It's been really nice to sort of be able to like spend two days getting the finish off of a of an old Les Paul. It's very uh, calming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I've been very zen about this whole thing until I watched that guy prepare groceries. <laughs> and then I was like, oh no. <laughs> It's a disaster. (laughs) I'm not preparing groceries, right?
2: Well, he's kind of been discredited.
0: I don't think he's been discredited. I think he's... Essentially, nothing other than washing vegetables with soap and water, which was odd anyway. I mean, he's not doing anything harmful. You know what I mean? It's just way too crazily precautionary. And it's like, of course he didn't mean leave perishables outside for three days. I don't know why people think he meant that.
2: He kind of implied that, didn't he? <laughs> no, he didn't. Okay. All right.
0: Um but yeah. So there's a video that I watched last week that sort of like sent me into a mini spiral. Finally. It was the only thing. Honestly. How are you all coping? How are your grocery runs? Are you able to make any? How are your how are your how how are your foods? everyone how are your sanitizers and wipes and and baby diapers i
2: i go into like a minor panic every few days that i'm not going to be able to get like something for henry
0: yes but what would it be
2: anything everything oh that's is,
0: definitely what i should pick up tomorrow is more distilled water for henry
2: yes distilled water his diapers his wipes his butt cream like all that stuff is now harder to get
0: yes because it's not the instantaneous click a button see it in a day
2: no but a lot of places are just out, it's out of stock like it's not why even why
0: are you all hoarding diaper cream
2: it's not even like oh it's gonna take longer it's like you can't get so it so
0: it's like so the people that hoard it Thus create a panic in you when you start to see that it's unavailable. Yeah. So that then the next time you see it is available, you will get more than you need at the moment.
2: I bought two, which is like, I have bought two at a time before. Yeah. Um, I'm just
0: saying the the panic begets panic.
2: Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, that's what happened with toilet paper. <laughs> it's so weird. Mm-hmm.
0: Has anyone who bought a fuck ton of toilet paper come close to using all their toilet I paper? I saw
2: there was like people were calculating it was basically like you'd have to poop like 20 times a day for like six months or something to like use all the toilet paper that some people were buying.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's wild. Yeah. Like, I mean, there was a bunch of when I went to Smart and Final. I guess this was after we, I did that Monday morning. So we yeah. hadn't recorded yet.
2: No, you and I had. We record on Sunday. Uh, what
0: I meant was we had already recorded. So you haven't heard this story yet. Oh, yes, listening. yes, yes. Yeah. So I went to Smart and Final in culver city over by sony because i knew that for people
2: uh, who aren't familiar with smart and final
0: oh smart and final is what i would describe as costco light
2: yeah a lot of bulk items yeah
0: a lot of like uh you know for some reason they'll have a variety pack of 24 Lacroix. like i've never seen that anywhere else Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and you can get the big boxes of uh of like perrier if you wanted it whatever so I go, and I wait in line for 15 minutes.
2: Were people spaced out in line?
0: Yes. Yeah, and I had gloves on, and I uh, was keeping my distance. I had a mask around my neck. I wasn't wearing the mask because I was not yet indoors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Ari, Ari, who lives around the corner, came by to get his Ethernet cable handed Mm -hmm. that handed that to him Mm -hmm. by the way guys ari is doing trivia over the internet right now yes so if you go to uh his website superscript Superscript Trivia, trivia uh you could book ari for some sort of online trivia madness
2: i'm very curious how that works like how do you communicate with your other team members
0: I'm not here to explain how it works. Maybe
2: you have like private channels. I think on Zoom you can message certain people. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe you can. Yeah, you can have like a group chat with that group. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Whatever. Ari's worked the kinks out. I think.
2: I'm sure he has. He's very smart.
0: But uh, if you're looking for something to do with your friends, like like maybe a virtual birthday party or something like that, where you just have Ari do trivia for everybody. I'm just saying it's an option. But anyway go into smart and final and they had everything i needed mostly uh i had a list for henry they had his distilled water but i could only get two gallons at a time which i was like well that's weird i would buy three right now i normally would buy three like i used to buy three i know (laughs) Like, But now I'm limited to two because everyone else apparently is buying. But it seemed to be st- distilled water was the thing they had the most of.
2: Yeah, no one wants distilled water.
0: Why? Because like it's, it's delicious. It's, um,
2: people think they want spring water.
0: I see. So, yeah. Got two of those for Henry. And then the great cereal conundrum of 2020 happened, guys. Turns out you could, you were limited to two boxes of cereal. And I had selected weird store brand Rice Krispies, plain Cheerios, and golden grams. Because I like to take a little bit of, I like they go a third of the bowl with like a sweet cereal and then the rest with the, the Rice Krispies. You've
2: really the, refined your cereal strap.
0: Well, you know, it I came from years of cereal and then not eating cereal for many years and then eating cereal during, a, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm, Seems mm-hmm. to be, I would say 70% of my meals are cereal. Mm-hmm. It's just easy and it's there. Uh but uh, they got for the thing and they were like two only you can only get two cereals so I, I was like okay put back the golden grams uh, so they did anyway it was weird it was the first time it was the only time I've left the house all week yeah still haven't left I left the house today to go to the automated teller machine to deposit I'm not uh, taking anything out don't want to cause a run on that <laughs> uh and i decided not to actually go to the atm because i thought there were too many people out and about
2: oh wait so you didn't deposit your check no oh
0: there were too many people out and about
2: well there are pictures i was like people
0: take it seriously what are you doing
2: posting pictures of the brentwood farmer's market today
0: was it slammed?
2: yes it's
0: terrible and you wanted to go to a farmer's market today
2: Everyone had said that the Larchmont Farmer's Market was not crowded.
0: Did you take a look?
2: No. Mm. How would I have taken a look? Instagram. No. No one was complaining about it, though. And people were complaining about Brentwood, Mar Vista, um, somewhere else. Well, luckily, it is ravaging
0: the old old and wealthy, (laughs) as it is. So I I wonder why. (laughs) I hope you're all staying safe. At yep. six feet away from each other. Dory and I are recording this f- five feet from each other. Yeah. Uh, Bo is uh, asleep. Oh, Bo. Okay. That's my, that's my tale of the week. I mean, other than that, really, it's just been... I don't know. I had to refill my tire today. It was at 5.5 PSI. You need
2: a new tire.
0: I know, but we're in a state of emergency. I know, but,
2: but car service stuff is open. They're considered an essential business.
0: Yeah, but I'm not going to go to, I guess I could, but like, why? What's the point of fixing the tire?
2: Because every time you leave, you have to fill it up and it's annoying. Yeah,
0: but like, as long as I have a head start, it runs (laughs) on the power of the car. Okay. Get it up to 41 PSI and go. Um, Yeah, that's 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 it. Other than that, Dory and I don't see each other. The end. then we're taking care of henry it's like we're switching off yeah (laughs) it's really quite a recipe for although we did what friday night i came in and ate cereal on the couch while you were playing best fiends yeah and then we went to disneyland virtually we went to virtual Uh disney world that was fun that was was
2: like 20 minutes well you left Because you came in at like ten thirty or something. I came in and I got
0: cereal and I saw that you were a, you were up and about and I was like, hey, I can make some quality time happen here.
2: <laughs> yep, he's really putting in the effort, you guys. I, get it.
0: I am putting in the effort.
2: <laughs> no, you're not.
0: I I'm putting an effort to like the the commitments I have, and to you, it's hard to do it all.
2: Yeah, but I'm like lowest priority.
0: You're not lowest priority. It's not a t- it's not a priority thing. It's a time thing. You are the highest priority, which is why the recording of those things got shifted to the evening. Was so that you, if we didn't have Holly, you could do your podcast mm-hmm. during the day.
2: I'm aware. I'm just. This talking was about... done
0: for you, honey. And I'm getting. All the all the shit in the face here because of because of okay, what I did for you. Okay, first of all, you.
2: you you originally said that you would rec- be recording twice a week, and I was like, okay, twice a week. Yes, like, which is fine. what we're
0: finally at. I said, I said, what did I say to you? I said we got to get through this chunk, mm-hmm. and then it will be twice a week.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We we were getting through the chunk. We got through the chunk yesterday was the last one. Okay, it was Picard, conundrum. Uh Infinity War, Enterprise Pilot, Voyager Pilot, another episode of Picard. It was like there were like seven episodes in the last week, in the last seven days. Oh, Discovery, episodes one and episodes five and six of Discovery. Why are
2: you doing them all at the same time?
0: What do you mean all at the same time?
2: Did they all come out at the same time?
0: No, we had to just we had to do the we Andy decided we would add Patreon stuff we decided instead of adding a level to patreon we decided the people are already paying for it let's just throw more content at them because Mm -hmm. people are probably bored so we added stuff to the patreon got it it's our it's our covid 19 response team
2: i see it's the here for you and
0: our response was your patreon yeah it's uh, and our response was let's watch more things and talk about them (laughs) anyway they, they don't care about what's happening on a star trek podcast Anyway, I had to get through that week.
2: Okay. All right. Well, you're through it now.
0: And so, 3.30 tomorrow, Andy and I will be watching Power Play, Season 5, Episode 15 of uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. And then uh, Thursday, we'll be watching, um, I don't even know, something. Either Voyager, Enterprise, a Marvel movie, or Discovery.
2: All right, well, let's just remind people that they can email us at doryandmatt at gmail.com or mattanddory at gmail.com, and you can call us at 413-461-BABY, and we're going to take a short break.
0: We are? Yep. We've already been talking so long. Yep. I've been talking so much. We'll be right back.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by Third Love. Designed with measurements from millions of women, Third Love's bra styles are made to fit your life. They have over 80 bra sizes, but know that the only one that matters is yours. I feel like I've had third love bras for various stages of my life, like the balconette bra when I want to feel sexy, the t-shirt bra when I just need like a great, well-fitting, hardworking bra, and then a bralette for when I just don't want the constriction of underwire. Because this is hands down the most comfortable bra you'll own with straps that won't slip, and they really don't slip, tagless labels, so no scratchy labels, and lightweight memory foam cups that mold to your shape. Plus, returns and exchanges are free and easy. In fact, thanks to 3rd Love's perfect fit promise, every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, return it, and 3rd Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they are offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash adventure now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash adventure for 15% off today. Today's show is brought to you by Rothy's. In these unusual times, Rothy's hopes to brighten your day with beautiful, sustainable products and content. Rothy's is the company that makes stylish shoes and bags for women and girls out of repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. I literally wear my Rothy's slip on sneakers every day. I wear them to walk Beau. I wear them to walk Henry. I wear them in the house. I wear them out of the house. When I still left the house to go to meetings, I wore them to meetings. And now I wear them just all the time because they're the perfect shoes for life on the go. They're ultra comfortable as soon as you slip them on with zero break-in period. They're stylish, comfortable, and their various styles come in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns. And they always come with free shipping and free returns. And as an added bonus, Rothy's has kept 50 million single-use plastic bottles out of landfills. And another major bonus is that Rothy's are fully machine washable. So check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash adventure. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot slash adventure. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash adventure today.
0: Hi everyone, we're back.
2: <laughs> all right. We're gonna hear from some listeners now. This first email is from Liz. Hi what Matt. Up, and, Liz. Hi, Matt and Dory. I just discovered your podcast a couple weeks ago and have been listening to it nonstop while working from home. Matt, I love all of your Gilmore girls references, Jess for the win. My husband and I have been trying for uh, babies. How is
0: Stars Hollow coping with the with this with this? COVID-19 is know. anyone
2: going to Luke's diner maybe you should find out. I
0: hope Luke is there making food for delivery and takeout <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, my husband and I've been trying for a baby for about a year with no luck so far we are both 31 years old and initial testing didn't show any major fertility issues although my husband's sperm motility was a little bit low But since his counts were high, the doctor is not very concerned about this. Since my cycles are pretty normal, my doctor doesn't think I will respond to medicated IUI and suggested going straight to IVF. I'm lucky to have insurance that will cover IVF, and we hope to get started sometime in the next couple of months, hopefully once the COVID-19 situation improves and the clinics reopen. My main concern right now is how I'm going to be able to coordinate all of the appointments, testing, possible discomfort, and unpredictability of an IVF cycle with my work schedule. My work can be pretty busy with frequent meetings that I'm expected to be at and contribute to. I'm certainly allowed to take time off, but usually it's scheduled far enough in advance that I can tell people I won't be able to attend important meetings. I also have a long commute to work, 45 minutes to an hour, and the clinic I've been going to is close to my home, not my work. I'm expecting the need to take a few days off for IVF for the egg retrieval and recovery, but I won't know exactly when that will happen until it sounds like only a few days or up to a week beforehand. I will most certainly have to miss some important meetings last minute. And I'm worried about what my colleagues and boss will think about my absence. Do you think it would be best to tell my boss that I'll be going through IVF and may have to take off time unexpectedly? My boss is a 50-something woman with two children. I think she would be understanding, but you never know. I also work for a large company, and I would say my coworkers are more on the conservative side. What do you think? My boss just gave me more responsibility in my current role, and I don't want her to worry about my ability to handle my work. I'm only at episode 21 right now. So if you answered a similar question in another episode, please feel free to let me know so I can listen. Thanks so much, Liz.
0: Oh my God. You should reply to her right now because she'll never hear this. I know. Uh, Liz. Just tell them. It's not, it's not. <laughs> IVF appointments aren't like as random as they make it seem like it's going to be. You do get a vague idea.
2: Yeah, and when, ours, ours at least were usually early in the morning.
0: Yeah, we sort of had, we stuck to a formula. Yeah. Uh, so we kept them very early in the morning, like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, first in, first out, that was our rule. Um, and, you know, you schedule them, you schedule the next one when you're at the one that you're at. So that day you'd be able to tell them when... The next time you would need office
2: and also unless unless you have some complications, which hopefully you won't, you shouldn't have to take more than two days off for the egg retrieval.
0: Yeah. And, and maybe I mean, it'll most, be on a Friday.
2: And yeah, and most I, I, a lot of people do go back to work the next day, like just rest the day of because it's first thing in the morning usually. And then um, you can often go back to work the next day. I don't want to promise that, but yeah.
0: But I would say, yes, tell your boss. Yeah. And then be like, what up? Gotta go. Yep. And if your you know, coworkers are conservative, go tell them that you're trying to make a miracle baby. <laughs>
2: All right. This is, uh, this is from Julia, and this is more of an observation than a question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. My husband and I had a heart-to-heart recently as we went into our second IVF transfer a month ago. I'm now pregnant in the midst of a global pandemic, so that is fun. Certainly has added a new level of stress to my first trimester. However, what I'm writing about is a point my husband brought up that I'd never even thought of. He said he feels extra useless in the second round of IVF. Men, at best, even in a spontaneous pregnancy, don't have a ton of responsibility, but he has nothing to do with this round. The embryos we implanted were from our first retrieval. (laughs) So I'm going through everything clearly. I'm going through everything, clearly. He can't talk to any of his friends about it. He seemed so sad, like his masculinity and worth were very questionable. I forget that our guys have some deep thoughts on their own perceived inadequacies. I tend to ignore thinking about it too much and just plow through the process day by day. Just thought I would share and see what any other partners feel during this process. Julia, who is in 2,700 square feet, in the woods with a sensitive husband, one frozen embryo son, two wiener dogs, one sphinx cat, and one fuzzy cat.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, you feel you. I you should feel useless during IVF. You
2: always said that.
0: I always said that. I did. Yeah. Say that, and I'll continue to say it. Um, I talked to people about it, and I did this podcast. I'm sure that helped. Yeah. But you know, it turns out so many of my friends were had gone through it already. Anyway, that when I started talking about it, more people opened up about it. Yep. So I remember that. my thought, my, 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 not thought, my advice would be for him to try to open up about it. If it's really bothering him. Otherwise, I would say you did your part. Just be there for her.
2: All right. This next one is a doozy.
0: It's anonymous.
2: Yep. All right. I've never emailed before, but I felt compelled to because of something I'm going through right now. I started listening to the podcast because my sister started going through, she says IFV, but I she means IVF. Early in her process, I said some things that pissed her off and I wanted to get a better understanding of what she was going through so I could more thoughtfully talk to her about it. It did really help as I learned to listen and commiserate about how shitty the situation is and not try to look on the bright side or offer advice. At the same time, her struggle made me realize that I also wanted to start a family and I shouldn't wait. She is 41 and I'm 30. I've been married for four years and my husband has been wanting to try for the past two. I finally have an amazing job with a good work-life balance, so it felt like the right time to try. I had no idea if I would have the same problems my sister was having. All of my siblings, three sisters, one brother, figured we would be fertile because my mom was very fertile. I was an oops baby when my mom was 41." That's literally what they call me. When my sister started trying, she was very optimistic, but after a few months, she started IVF. She was about to do her third transfer when coronavirus happened. At the same time, I found out I'm pregnant. I told my mom and my other siblings all in one night, then waited till the next day to call her. I decided to FaceTime her since I had not seen her in a long time. That was a bad choice. Over the call, she seemed fine. She said one sad comment, but otherwise tried to seem happy for me. Two days later, she followed up with this message. Anonymous, I wish you would have demonstrated some sensitivity with your news, especially after I've been struggling for a year to make this happen for myself and suffered greatly mentally and physically during the process let me remind you since you've demonstrated a lack of comprehension for my hardship that I've had to go through this three times suffering debilitating failures twice and not getting to complete my third cycle creating another level of excruciating frustration telling me over video chat with your husband in the room was callous and inconsiderate I thought you listened to that IVF podcast to gain compassion for my situation clearly you have not I'm extremely hurt by the way you presented this information to me. Your actions have upset me and Hang my on. husband. What
0: did you say the husband's name? No. Okay, good.
2: I referred to him as her, her husband. And now I it's to very confusing to me because I'm reading. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Um, Okay. IVF has taken a huge toll on us, me especially, and while this news is great for you, it creates a very triggering reality for me and will forever alter our family dynamics. I will never forgive your lack of compassion and the way you called to brag and shove this in my face and my husband's. At this time, in order to preserve my own sanity and health, as well as my marriage, my husband and I will be distancing ourselves <laughs> from you both, even after this crisis is over, because for me, the hardship continues. Having to watch you go through a process I'm struggling to make happen for my own family is beyond heartbreaking. Respect my wishes. Do not attempt to reach out to me in any way. Uh, Hold on. We're not done. What? Okay. I tried to respond with a blow, but she blocked my number and has blocked me on Instagram. I respect your wishes. I meant to call you, not video chat you. It had already started, so I just went with it. It was a mistake. I don't think apologize will make any difference to you, but I am sorry. You should do whatever is best for you and your husband. I knew because of listening to your podcast that she might want to distance herself from me for her own sanity, but this response leaves me heartbroken. She's my oldest sister, very much helped raise me. She taught me how to ride a bike and instilled in me a love for movies and TV. So many of the things I love, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, Harry Potter, were introduced to me by her. I hope one day she gets pregnant and maybe her jealousy will go away, but I know that might never happen for her and I'm worried our relationship is forever damaged. She is now also distancing herself from the rest of our family because she's mad at them too. I'm trying to just not focus on her, but it's really hard to just pretend it's not happening. We're normally so close and it's so upsetting to think that she won't be a part of my life anymore. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Also feel free to edit down a super long email. I'd really appreciate a fresh perspective on this whole thing. Wishing all the happiness in the world to you, Dory, because I know you sort of the emails. True. Matt, Henry, and Beau, Your family is amazing, and I'm glad to have I'm so glad to have your
0: Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel. Thank you.
2: Podcast in my life. Look, I said it was a doozy.
0: I mean, where do you even start on that? This sounds like, (laughs) this really does sound like a her sister issue.
2: I mean I I, I, mean, I feel for her sister.
0: Of course, but to that by that token it's like could you ever have imagined when we were going through even at our lowest of lows could you ever have imagined just icing someone out because they got pregnant?
2: No. But that's me. I mean, but I'm also
0: I'm not you. And I'm also not imagining it. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. But I think I'm saying like, I think different people react to things in different ways. And like she had just gone through the trauma of having her third transfer canceled. This sounds
0: like her husband at play. You think? Yes.
2: That her husband like egged her on?
0: That her husband was like, probably like... Her husband was mad because the other husband was in the room. Mm. This husband feels attacked. Let's go back to the previous email, unrelated to this, where his masculinity is threatened because he's not doing anything.
2: Mm-hmm. But that's not from that person. No, no I know. Oh, the, I'm just saying, saying oh, general male construct. Yes, yes, yes. Construct. Okay. okay, this is interesting. I hadn't thought about this. This is why I do this podcast with my husband, you This guys. is
0: the machismo bullshit that everybody's got to get the fuck over at some point. Okay. Like, I, 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 I look
2: interesting i'm
0: not saying it's a hundred percent the husband but
2: but you're saying the husband
0: that was very that specifically mentioned yeah, in yeah, the yeah. email you're right this wasn't my feelings yep. you threw the name of the yep. husband yep. and the yep. name yep. of yep. the husband yep. in there
2: yeah yeah that's so interesting
0: because if right. it was really about her yeah right if it was really only about the the, the woman mm-hmm. the husbands wouldn't have been mentioned
2: yeah yeah, but
0: they were both mentioned by name because yeah. they were both in the room.
2: Yeah, Yep. Yep. yeah. Interesting.
0: Now, do I have advice for you? <laughs> I don't know. It's wild. I can't believe that it's come to that. I don't know what you could do. to sort of extend the olive branch. Yeah. Please don't let the next time you communicate her be the invitation to the baby shower.
2: Good advice. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Or the birth announcement. Sure. Um, Oh, this is so hard. I have empathy for your sister. I do. And. Uh, but to like. Sever your relationship completely. Feels really extreme.
0: Mm-hmm. Feels almost. Aggressively manly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I. Look. You didn't. You you didn't do anything wrong, listener, emailer. You got pregnant. What are you going to do? Are you going to not tell your sister? Are you going to just keep it a secret from... <laughs> one person in your family
2: yeah that would have been worse
0: that would have been the that email would have come much later unless you told happened to tell her when her husband wasn't in the room um
2: i mean i think a better she should have emailed her
0: i think an email would have probably been the best route
2: yeah but that ship has sailed
0: it did yeah um i mean what do you do now skywriter because she seemed to mention every other way of contact
2: if mean, you could hand write her a letter
0: she'll burn it her husband will find it and throw it away i mean it's like th- a lifetime movie. i
2: think you have to give this some time obviously and just i mean maybe she'll start talking to other people in your family and you can you know use someone as a go-between i don't know
0: I mean, I hope Probably that she... Probably don't want to get the other people involved. I hope that she comes to realize that you weren't being harmful or trying to be.
1: Yeah.
0: But the thing that, like, stuck out for me also was the... You called to brag and shove this in my face and blanks. Yeah. I mean I don't know
2: I mean I think you know infertility is so all consuming yeah and like you do start to
0: it is all consuming but it also isn't all consuming you know what I mean yeah like it takes up a huge portion of your life but it doesn't take up your entire life
2: right you know what I'm saying yeah It sounds like your sister has no outlet. It sounds like she hasn't talked to anyone about this. She hasn't listened to our podcast. Yeah. Because she referred to it as that IVF podcast.
0: Yeah. Hey, if you're out there. Sister. Listen to this podcast.
2: (laughs) Join our Facebook
0: group. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Anybody else have input out there?
2: Yeah. If anyone else has gone through this on from either side, I'd love to Am I
0: really hear from you? Am I stretching? Am I just reading between lines that aren't there?
2: No, I actually think that was a very astute observation. Well. I don't want to totally I don't I don't think it was a hundred percent the husband.
0: No, I don't either. But I, but I, I think I it agree was an ego.
2: I agree. I completely agree. 100 percent Yes.
0: Like, come on. Yep. Guys, believe it or not, I'm a writer by trade and you don't write things for no reason.
2: Yep. That was that was good to pick up on. All right, we're gonna take another short break. We are? Yep.
0: But but we're just getting started.
2: Okay. B R B.
0: What if I don't hit the button? We can never leave.
2: Matt's <laughs> gonna hit the button now. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Be right, right
0: back. And not hitting the button. What if I don't hit the button?
2: Everyone's bored now.
0: Oh. I'll be right back. This episode of Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure is also brought to you by ButcherBox. Uh, When it comes to meat, quality matters. And ButcherBox believes everyone deserves high quality, humanely sourced meat. And the beauty of ButcherBox currently is that rather than going and waiting in line at the store or outside the store for them to let you in, ButcherBox delivers their meat directly to you. Grass-fed beef? Boom, on your doorstep. Uh, Humanely raised pork? Boom, on your doorstep. Every month, ButcherBox ships a curated selection of antibiotic and hormone-free meat right to my home. It's packed fresh, shipped frozen, and vacuum-sealed. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, which is enough for 24 individual meals. And at around $6 a meal, ButcherBox is the most affordable and convenient way to get healthy, humanely raised meat. That includes 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken and heritage pork, not to mention wild-caught Alaskan salmon, and sugar-slash-nitrate-free bacon, You can customize a box or go with one of theirs. And they even have free shipping nationwide, except for Alaska and Hawaii. Right now, you can get a free pack of bacon plus $10 off your first box when you sign up for ButcherBox. Just go to ButcherBox.com slash Adventure20 or enter promo code Adventure20 at checkout. That's ButcherBox.com slash Adventure20 or promo code Adventure20 at checkout. back
2: hi everyone all right we're gonna play voicemail now that we're back
1: hi guys it's uh gabby kathy debbie Daddy, uh whatever from philadelphia miss you guys um i took a few weeks off the podcast because i was listening to an audiobook and i'm back now <laughs> on the corona pod episode.
0: thanks for swinging um, back just from the last
1: episode uh that yes gab and gab are both fine I encourage them. Um, Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, I'm a healthcare provider, so is my significant other, so Mm. we're going to work every day at the hospital. You know, we're considered essential staff and and we both have to be there every day. Um, I can limit my patient interactions, luckily, but he's a nurse, so he's like right in the face of it, and it's concerning. Sure, um, it's an odd, odd climate in the hospital right now, I must say. I hate to say it, but it's almost like the, the calm before the storm. You know, our mm-hmm. census is down, um, and, and people are staying home, which is excellent. But, you know, I'm just waiting for what's to come, and it, it, it's scary. Um, our toddler goes to the daycare at our hospital. Um, they did need to close temporarily, but got a special waiver from the governor to open to exclusively hospital personnel, which is the majority of the, the families in there anyway um and my son has um an ABA therapist in class with him um he has autism so she's given us the lowdown and they're being super hygienic um child and parental drop off uh temperature taken T- uh, families parents whoever's dropping off they don't get past like the entry vestibule uh staff takes the child and you know whisks them away Uh, They're sanitizing daily, um, probably more than that because that's what they do normally. And the numbers are extremely down. Um, So, you know, he has like five kids in his class compared to 10. And Uh he, with the autism, I mean, he really craves structure. Um, And he's only two and a half. So being at home constantly is just really challenging. So we've gone back and forth should we send him should we not because because we do have family around that could help watch him but you know we just decided we're you know we're exposing ourselves and everybody else anyway let's send him he needs that routine he only goes part-time anyway um so i don't know that's my update on my covid blues here in philly um just hope everyone stays safe love to big baby Bo and Hank is so freaking cute such a cute baby I just want to like ooh, put a picture. of you so cute uh, well done you two on that gorgeous baby we thank uh, the doctors love
0: you both stay safe uh, well sounds like you talked about it and reached the right decision for your family yeah I mean, yes you are both going into a hospital anyway <laughs> yeah and if he's gonna get it it's probably coming from one of you so I he think, craves that structure. Yeah. Keep them structured as long as you can keep them structured. Keep the normalcy as long as you can keep the normalcy, provided you're not harming anyone else. That's my advice. Is that what, <laughs> is that what I'm saying? Sure. I don't mean keep the normalcy. I mean, you know, everyone back off six feet away, everyone. <laughs> <Okay. sighs> it's really annoying that people aren't listening.
2: It is annoying. I agree.
0: But that's the beauty of natural selection.
2: Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. Um, Thank you so much, Gabby, for that update. Appreciate it.
0: Uh, Best of luck to you. Thank you for working on the front lines.
2: All right. This is from Helen. Hi, Dory, Matt, Henry, and Bo. As I'm sitting here listening to the latest podcast, wondering when the world will get back to some level of normal, a happy thought occurred to me. At least the Shafriras moved into their new house before all this kicked off. Yeah. That's it, really. Stay safe and healthy. Wash your hands. Don't go out. Phone calls are cool again, and this will be over soon if we're not effing stupid. Love to all. Helen. Oh, forgot. Podcast for the distancing that I enjoy. Everything the Matt and Dory Inc. put out. Yeah. Critical Role, a D&D podcast. Yep. Off right Menu. Famous, mostly British, people pick their favorite dishes. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) Ologies. Yep, yep. The Throwback Podcast. Two dudes sit in a garage and listen to an album all the way through. Sounds very you and (laughs) Andy-ish. Not music. Stephen Fry's Seven Deadly Sins. Limited series, but thought-provoking.
0: Stephen Fry puts me to sleep often every night. Oh, that's nice. Yep. Blue Gold. That's the name of the story that I listen to almost every night. Oh,
2: sorry. Yeah. I fell asleep. Okay. Oh, well. All right. Hello. Um Mindy writes longtime listener, first Do you time find writing it.
0: Podcast numbers up or down? I find them down.
2: So it's interesting. There is an article in Women's Wear Daily that podcast listening overall is down.
0: I agree. I think so.
2: Um ACAS sent out an email last week saying that their numbers were up, but over only one weekend. So I don't know how accurate that was. Because
0: um, I think like once people aren't commuting.
2: Oh, totally. It just Forever 35 seems flat, maybe slightly down. Um, Excellent Adventure is down. Oh, yeah. Um, Hard to tell on here for you because it just launched. Yeah. And uh, also... Star Trek's down. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think most podcasts, except for like Corona Daily, are down.
0: That's what we should have called it.
2: <laughs> Damn. Yep. Corona Daily, a Star Trek podcast.
0: Well, it's like, you know, it is interesting. I, I just, I don't think, um, like I used to listen to so many podcasts. I don't listen to any podcasts anymore. Like in the last two weeks, because yeah. I haven't had anywhere yeah, yeah, to yeah. listen to them.
2: Well, you know, I listen to them when I take Henry for a walk every day.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, but that's not going to get me through an episode of Fred Files.
2: No, it's not.
0: So, what are we saying? <laughs> it's interesting though. When you're at home, you're more apt to watch television.
2: When also, pod- it's
0: like we're reverting as a society. Yes, television to what viewership is way up. Twenty or fif- 10 years ago. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, and
2: also podcast listening is something that's usually done passively when you're like doing something else like driving.
0: Yes. Or rowing a boat.
2: Or rowing a boat.
0: Yeah. All right. Is anyone out there right now rowing, <laughs> listening to this? Let us know.
2: Um. Yeah. So people aren't doing the things that they normally do. It's really do. interesting. Yeah, it is.
0: I thought it would go the other way. But then I was like, no, why would it? That doesn't totally. make any
2: sense. Yeah. People don't sit around with their families listening to podcasts. Right.
0: People don't sit around with their families making podcasts. They sit away from their families making podcasts. Hi. Hi.
2: We're podcasts. I'm going to go back into my house soon.
0: <laughs> That's where you have that mic stand in your house. Yep. I have this, this mic stand in my house.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Oh, I need the bed
0: right here. <laughs> I was thinking about a nice leather, you know. I talked about a leather couch, Mm -hmm. but like, what if like we I did have a leather couch and like you could sit on it, uh huh, and do best fiends while I did other stuff.
2: (laughs) You know, there is a couch in my office, so you're welcome to sit there anytime. I can't get
0: your couch all sandy.
2: No, you can't. You know. Yeah.
0: (sighs) Anyway, guys, we'll figure it out.
2: Well, Mindy uh, writes, Matt, I'm in desperate need of a good Disney podcast. I've yet to find one that I love, and due to the quarantine, I'm burning through all my regular podcasts. Mindy is... is Mindy,
0: you're... The exception
2: that proves the rule.
0: The interaction to the opposites.
2: My science baby and I rode all the virtual rides offered on YouTube earlier this week.
0: (laughs) That's what Dory and I did earlier.
2: Thanks, Mindy.
0: Mindy, I don't really listen to Disney podcasts. So... (laughs)
2: um, Are John and Kevin still doing their Disney podcast?
0: I believe John just did a 20,000 Leagues episode. Oh. Do I know what the name of his podcast is? Not off the top of my head. (laughs) Cool. I guess type John McDonough Disney into iTunes and maybe he'll get it. Um, Or maybe Jack. He's probably going by Jack. Uh, I... You know it's interesting. I watched all I've watched so much YouTube content. The irony is like I felt like I was running out of YouTube content uh, right as the uh, season of the Goldbergs was ending. And I think I did.
2: You ran out of YouTube content.
0: I think I've seen it all. And I think that everybody that I used to watch their video making is hindered right now by this by the quarantines.
2: Oh, interesting! So,
0: like, I'm not. There's not a lot of new stuff being put out.
2: Tomorrowland Cowboys.
0: Tomorrowland Cowboys. There you go. Check them out.
2: Two dudes talking Disney World.
0: There you go. Two dudes talking Disney World. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Dumb Dumbs.
2: Um. All right.
0: Uh, but yeah, watched. Uh, you know, it's it's funny to watch people reacting to the closure. Yeah, like uh, yeah. Did I talk? Did I, I talked about this on the other on a Patreon, maybe, but not on our regular podcast. Did I say? Did I say that? I don't know if I said it to you personally or on a podcast, but it, it does feel like I made a wish and it came true.
2: Just this whole thing.
0: I feel like I made a wish. I was like, I wish. Oh yeah, we were talking. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah, and then I said it was like a genie because
2: it got kind of messed up because people are dying. Well,
0: I said it was like I made a Zoltar wish, like big, when it's like not everything you bargain for, but yeah, like a disgruntled genie or a Zoltar. I said I really don't want to have to have Henry's first birthday party or go to Florida, (laughs) genie. And then the genie's like, "Okay, done." (laughs) And uh, yeah. Sorry, everyone. Feels like it's somehow my fault. It is. (laughs) Coronavirus is somehow my fault.
2: Um, All right. Megan writes, I've listened for a few years and been a fan of the show, but my two dads was a new episode to me. Would it be possible to have Mark back on to provide an update on their family? As you mentioned, they've since had another child via surrogate. I'm sure a lot of your listeners would love to hear how their second time around went. Thanks so much, Megan.
0: We could Skype mark yeah we can ask them for I mean, sure
2: i don't know if they'll be into it but we can ask them
0: yeah yes also tell her to look back into the archives because they we did the follow-up episode yeah we did a follow-up
2: up after their older son their their son was born yeah
0: so but yes there would be it certainly due for another update
2: yep 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 all right Trelawney writes Trelawney. Trelawney.
0: I've only heard that name in Red Dead Redemption.
2: Well, she's Canadian.
0: That's amazing.
2: Um, I'm currently in quarantine slash confinement in France. I live here with my husband and 14 month old baby boy. We went for a short walk outside today to give our boy some fresh air. It helps him sleep. He's napping now. Thanks to our walk. We kept a good distance from the few other people we saw. And we got stopped by police. We had to prove we were taking the quarantine seriously we have the right to go out for exercise as long as we don't meet up with other people. I guess walking your baby. That's the other
0: thing I will say today. I saw like, like groups of people running like four girls just like hanging and running.
2: That's weird.
0: A lot of people exercising together. And I'm just like, this is not, this does not, this is not what this means. No, but it is a heavy police presence all around. Oh really? Yes.
2: Oh, that's interesting. A lot
0: of West Hollywood sheriffs, a lot of LAPD
2: just just there
0: like around Hmm. like in their cars
2: oh interesting
0: hopefully trying to make sure everyone's taking it seriously
2: um i guess walking your baby is not considered exercise luckily we didn't get a fine anyhow stay healthy everyone i digress i listen to you guys every week in my car on my way to and from work and daycare today i'm listening to you from home as i try and teach from home I'm a high school English teacher and it's a little awkward to say the least trying to teach a second language to 90 kids at the same time from behind a computer screen when servers are going down because of oversaturation. But I'm not alone. I'm sure we'll all get the swing of things. Speaking of swing, Matt, you have a saxophone? yes and did you say you got it for free i did (laughs) i am an alto saxophone player
0: oh that was an alto i was playing
2: i am not a professional but i I play with a local orchestra here and it's my creative outlet we had a concert planned and i'd finally decided enough is enough i'm going to get a new saxophone the one i have is 25 years old and still a student model it doesn't even have all the keys i need to hit some of the high notes i went out on saturday and played several to find which model she sent this um not this past week but the week before Uh uh-huh Uh, Go figure I like a relatively expensive model and then I got the quote for my car repair same price as the saxophone so the music store owner said he'd make me a deal and let me pay an installment so that I could afford the saxophone and then France shut down. Oh, no. So I have no saxophone and no fixed car. Oh, no. I know. Total first world problem. And then I hear you say, Matt, that you just got your saxophone from the props department for free and you're getting a nice sound out of it. I am jealous. Like the same jealous I was when I would hear pregnancy announcements while we were struggling in the thick of infertility and loss. Look. I'm not even sure why I wrote this email. I guess I'm a little oversensitive and panicky with this apocalyptic world. Coronavirus. Famine is killing children in Africa. People are hoarding toilet paper and hand sanitizer. What is happening? I'm going to unpause the podcast now. You guys are great. Play the heck out of that saxophone, Matt. Music is so important. It helps people. My baby always smiles when I sing to him, especially when he's acrobatic on the change table or restless in the car. Take care. Love, Trell.
0: Just so we know. I mean, look, it was a prop. So like it's not like they spent a ton of money on it. I believe it is this model saxophone. Uh, Mendini, Cecilio E-flat. Yes, it's the $260 saxophone. Okay. So... I know. Also, my question to you... Uh, well, I'm sorry. Trelawney was... Uh, hang on. Uh, hmm. Synthetic read. Have you ever watched Better Sacks? The YouTube channel.
2: Me? No, no this is to Trelawney.
0: Oh. He lives in France. Oh. But he's an expat. I believe he's American.
2: Well, look at that. What do you
1: think of the not-
0: anyway, I would okay. say it's, better sax is the name of the YouTube channel. You might and he tests some student models out, and uh, you know talks about ligatures. I think this might get you a little bit through uh, your 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 annoyances. And I apologize.
2: Um, she adds that she lives in one thousand thirty-three square feet. 96 square meters apartment in France with a balcony, parking garage and lots of basement storage. Oh. One French husband, me the Canadian wife, one adorable baby, one nice but annoying cat. Lucky for her the baby loves her.
0: <laughs> I wonder if, if she lives near where Scott lived and that could be if her cat is window cat.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Do you live near the Eiffel Tower? Question.
2: Mary Jo writes, I just wanted to write in and let you know that you've created a monster. My six-year-old daughter and I spent the entire weekend playing Best Fiends. Oh, God. I put it on my phone this weekend for something to distract myself because we had to put my 18-and-a-half-year-old cat to sleep on Saturday. Now my daughter and I are both obsessed because, of course, she had to know what was I doing on my phone all day, Mommy. I debated whether to write this to you here or at Forever 35 because it's definitely self-care practice right now. Best wishes from Mary Jo and Rosie, North Carolina, in an approximately 1,500-square-foot house, which is really only like 1,200 because there's a finished basement.
0: Uh... Tori, how do you feel about that? The fact that you've you've the best fiends has gone out.
2: (laughs) Well, you know what I will say? I will say that I feel I feel good that like other people are also obsessed with this game. Like I would feel bad if I if I recommended a game that people were like, This game sucks. But we've heard from so many people who are like, uh, this game's awesome. So
0: It's literally all she does when she's not when she's not communicating on various socials. She is playing Best Fiends. It's relaxing. Yeah, but what do you need me around to play Best Fiends for? What? That's why you're in your house?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would prefer to be doing something with my husband, but...
0: well,
2: He doesn't want to.
0: I'd like you to put some aloe grease into this Les Paul and start sanding. Okay. Thank you.
2: Um... Sinead wants to know their social distancing at home in LA with our eight week old IVF baby. What are your top takeout slash delivery spots to make it through? We were trying to support our local faves, the Thai thing Escuela Taqueria Elementari. met her at a bar. Hope you're all well and hanging in there. Sinead. It sounds like you live near us.
0: Uh, it does sound like you need to live near us. <laughs> we, those, those all pop up on our, on our Postmates as yeah. well. Uh, look, your your new parents, eight week old. So I think keep 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 getting the deliveries. But Dory and I really haven't today. I got I had. Uh,
2: you had fat sales. Today. Fat
0: sales delivered. The old deliver leave on porch, take out of bag with rubber gloves, put on table. Bullshit.
2: Um, John and Vinny's is great delivery.
0: <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I mean, look, we like it. We'll, I don't know. Moza, Ost, not, not Osteria, but, uh, moza to go. They're little, their pizzas. Um,
2: sugarfish. If you eat sushi,
0: sugarfish, if you eat sushi, Dory doesn't eat sushi anymore.
2: No, but if I still ate sushi, I would, I would, I would get sugarfish to go.
0: Dory likes to, keep. we keep finding ways to be different, so she stopped eating meat. So now our restaurants have changed, and we can't really eat, we don't really like to eat meals from the same places. That's a bummer. Anyway. And she's always cooking food, but... always vegetarian.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Poor Matt. It's
0: like... I want to spend time with you. What are you cooking? Cardboard with tomato chunks. Ew. Hi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but if you were like cardboard with tomato chunks and bacon, I'd be like, oh, okay. I'll have some of that.
2: Mm, interesting.
0: Anyway, go to butcherbox.com and get your <laughs> free box of bacon. Adventure 20.
2: Um, all right. That brings us to the end of the show, y'all. Who's y'all? you know y'all wow
0: oh, okay
2: um reminder you can support us on patreon get up to two bonus episodes per month patreon.com slash excellent we really appreciate our patreon supporters you keep us going you're the true eggheads and if you support us at the five dollar five dollar level or above you will also get your name read on the podcast each month and you also get the whole back catalog of patreon episodes if you support us there
0: so if you all of a sudden decide to start listening to podcasts again america There's a lot over there. So big thank you to the following people who are in our uh, little egg club. Sarah Lauer.
2: Satish Pillalamari. Shauna Mandel. Sir Reginald Pennybottom. Susan Fisher. The Byersies. Tiffany Stevens. And Wendy Fick. Thank you
0: all so much. Everyone stay six feet away from each other. Don't go out unless you need to. And also be kind to everyone you see from six feet away.
2: Bye. Bye.